Hello and welcome to episode, what is it, negative one? It's negative one. Episode it's negative one of the Hobber and Hing podcast. My name is Michael Hing. We are creeping ever closer to being a fully launched uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. We will be blasting off <laughs> on episode one very, very soon. But uh, thank you for joining us for these warm-up episodes. Yeah, and Lewis, uh, you and I have some very important podcast business to attend to this week. Mm. Uh, last week, we promised listeners and each other and ourselves that we would have a podcast theme. A theme song for the podcast. Yeah, how could I forget? Now, um, we called our friend, musical comedian and TikTok sensation Tom Cardi, uh, and he agreed. Technically, it's on. It's recorded. Okay, he agreed <laughs> to make us a podcast. Yeah, but the very fact I mean, a podcast theme. Sorry, the very fact that we have to go look, we have it on tape, mm. suggests that uh, the reason for that is that he was so stoned, and I just <laughs> don't think he's going to even remember that. He made us this promise. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to call him and hopefully he's not super stoned right now. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just see how it goes. Hello, Tom Cardi. Hello. How are you? I'm doing very well. Now, I'm Tom, do you well. remember um, us calling you last week and you promising to make us a theme song? Mm, very barely. <laughs> I remember playing with my dog and having a wonderful time. Is that your dog? Uh, the housemate's dog. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you said dog sitting. Dog sitting, it's their dog. It shits on my carpet, so it's my dog. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah that's the rules. Um, yeah. So, Tom, do you, so you promised to make us a theme song. Have you, <laughs> have you done much work on it? Have you, where, where are we with the theme song? That I didn't really remember that, but the next day I did notice that I had my logic file, which is like logic is the computer program I use. When I open it up, it will always show me the last project I've opened. And so uh-huh. it did open up something called, it was called Hobber Da Hing Podcast. That's okay. so close to what our actual podcast is called. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you can we hear it should you email it to us or something or how should we do this yeah yeah check it out it's on your email i mean there's there's it, it's pretty it's pretty incredible <laughs> so okay. you th- you made this on the day uh and haven't spent any time you know improving it since no you know what i'll give you a little bit i i did listen to it just before and i think i've left i'll be honest with you there's a little bit of tiny, maybe like a tiny bit more work to do on it. But <laughs> you will notice I've also apparently put my voice where like your sound bites are going to go. So just disregard. Oh, the okay. Okay. Oh, so there's yeah. like a section where we'll be like, oh, Hing, you're an idiot. And then he will go like, oh, God damn it, Lewis, you're yeah. so handsome and funny. And then yeah. whatever. And then the thing starts. <laughs> exactly. We've all been part of radio in some way or another. We know how sound, sound bites work, guys. Yeah. Let's be honest. All right, so this is it. This is Tom Cardi's Hobber and Hing theme song that he's made for us. Thank you so much, Tom, uh, that he did so in, I would say, quite an altered state. Yeah, I'm reserving my thanks. Okay, and he doesn't remember a lot of what he did. Here we go. Lewis Hobber. I just don't think that monkeys should have guns, okay? Michael Hing. I have a big hand. Two big boys. Going out on their lonesome to make it in a big bad world of podcasts. Big boys on a big podcast. Damn. Damn, that's smooth. It's so much smoo- smoother than you thought, huh? It's so much smoother than I thought. It's uh, smoother than we deserve. Like, I feel mm. like it's a... Um, it's for a cooler podcast than this. It's like an. E- it's almost like an easy listening podcast that we're a part of now. You know, you kind yeah. of expect um, 
What's that guy's that radio guy? Richard Mercer to come off the back of it and, and do some love song dedications. <laughs> well, you know what? This is actually perfect. This could be like a live feedback session because I'll give you one. You guys get one round of notes. One round of changes. <laughs> so okay. I'm not changing the monkey gun line, <laughs> although that, that is a play, placeholder. Um, but you can, you can add or remove one or uh, two elements. Okay. Ooh. So you can say anything. If you want like a robot voice in it, like you, or if you want just like the sound of like a, a World War Two siren through it, if that's what you want, <laughs> I will put that. Okay, oh. so we get one change each. Yeah, can okay. I? My request: one long honk of a saxophone. <laughs> How about one long honk? Yeah, one yeah. long okay. honk. I'm, you're gonna get. You're gonna get. There's there's an element of honk to this. You, so. I'd like a honk. One added honk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom, my request for this is: I would like there to be a drop in it. Oh shit! You know what I mean? Like I would like it to go smooth and then go, bucka, 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 you know. Oh, then... I thought you meant like, like, like pause and then boom, it all drops back in. Oh, either either would be fine. I'd... Just a dramatic drop is what I would like. A now, Lewis, you drop. had your I... ask. You had saxophone, so you can't give notes on my ask. Well, I just said honk. I, yes. I mean, oh. I, I, my I mean, thought you... is saxophone, but you could be okay. goose. <laughs> yeah. But we're being very specific. The the point on that contract is a honk. Not yeah. A... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you've set me up for something beautiful to say there has to be a big drop and there has to be a honk. Yeah. I'm not going to say where that honk comes in regards to the massive drop that's in this song. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited. Yeah. I, but also, do you know what? It's annoying how good that is given how um, stoned you were. I guess you're not the first producer to work well stoned. I don't, I don't, that's, I don't, I don't actually, I don't take drugs, but thank you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Of course. Oh, well, yeah. um, I, well, I was high off my fucking face, but I don't, I don't smoke weed. Right. So what were you just to, just to button that up? What were you doing then last week? All right. So it's a honk and a drop. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Bye Tom. Love you. All right. See you Tom. See ya. Well, there we have it, Lewis. We are on the way. Having a theme song by the one and only Tom Carty. I'd, I mean, what an honour uh, uh, it is for him to be able to work with us. I think it's <laughs> it's really good. Obviously, everything he does is good. Um, I loved it. I really loved it. And I don't. I wish I had said something along the lines of, um, I don't think monkeys should have guns. Actually, <laughs> do you know what? I reckon we may have, if we went back through our Triple J archives, yeah. we would have that. Because we used to talk a lot about um, those monkeys that... Took over that tight town. Yeah. Oh uh, no. Th- yeah. There were monkeys in the town who took over the cinema and started the colony <laughs> in the cinema during COVID. There were also. <laughs> do you remember the guy who was beaten up by a three-limbed monkey? No. He called into simply the jest, and he was working at a maybe oh, it was an orangutan yes. or something. Yeah, there an was orangutan some sort of sanctuary. He was in a monkey or an orangutan sanctuary, and there yep. was a three-limbed uh, monkey who was missing an arm. Yep. And it beat him up. Yeah, yeah, baby, yeah. And uh, all the other orangutans lost, lost respect for him and he couldn't maintain his work as an instructor. Uh, well, what a great way to kick off the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So next week we'll actually probably be able to use that. Use the theme. I'll put it into this little um, sort of desk we have here and we can fire it off whenever we want. Oh, how good. While we're on, uh, I guess, our old life uh, on radio, mm-hmm. a quick little note on that. We used to talk a lot about the city of Newcastle. Yes. Because uh, we were the we were the number one drive show in Newcastle, mm-hmm. and Triple J is never the number one show anywhere. Yeah, because at the end of the day, um, we play a lot of you know heavy metal music that 
Uh, we don't play a lot of screaming jets. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what the people of Newcastle want. Yeah, but it, even around the country, it's never the number oh, one sure, show because yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of music that a lot of people just don't like. Yes. And a small amount of people love very dearly. Yes. So it was weird that we were the one number one drive show in Newcastle. So we always we used to talk about how great Newcastle was and Newcastle loved us. We love Newcastle. Now, there has been a threat to Hobber and Hing's dominance what do you mean? Newcastle. Well, I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, but Pink was in Newcastle. D- did I see this over the weekend? Oh my god. And okay. Newcastle turned pink. So you know who pink. else you know who else was in Newcastle over the weekend? Who? Michael Hing. Oh no way. So <laughs> I went up to I went I went to Newy uh with um I, I soon to be, I imagine, friend of the show, Dave Woodhead. Oh um, fantastic. We were, we, we were there Woodhead. to do a stand up comedy gig mm. and I was wandering the streets of Newcastle and I saw these. It, it was it was Saturday night. Yeah. So I think I think Pink is playing was playing on the Tuesday night. I was there on the Saturday night, and I was wandering the streets, and just hordes of people were out dressed fully in pink. Right. And I my first thought was, oh, it must be for like Valentine's Day this week. Oh. So maybe it's yeah. This is Lewis just realizing he hasn't bought uh, Alex <laughs> a present. Or <laughs> yeah, I've lost track of the days <laughs> and the months. And so I was wandering the streets, being like, oh, okay, like. What like what's going on? Hmm. And then outside the theater we were performing in, there was like a there was like a, a pedestrian mall and a huge stage had been set up with a DJ and it was all pink themed. I was like, wow, they're really going all out for Valentine's Day. This is crazy. <laughs> and then um and then people started like the DJ who was playing. So Pink wasn't playing. They just set, the counselor just set up an exhibition, a pink exhibition for Pink. The DJ was playing only pink songs, which I realized about, you know, two minutes into my walk. Yeah. And, and people were just like crowding around, not even Pink, just a guy playing songs, Pink's songs, and they were like singing and chanting. And this is like three days before Pink even was doing her show. It's crazy. Mm. It is crazy how much I, like, I was seeing um, stories from people in Newcastle. I'm just like, I guess it makes sense when you really think about it. It makes more sense to me that Pink is bigger in Newcastle than we were. Yeah. Like I think of, you know, the sort of netball mum that embodies the Pink fan. Mm. And it is like, yeah. I, I imagine Newcastle has a lot of that energy. Um, <laughs> but I couldn't believe that they were getting like hyped for Pink like six days out. Yeah, well, I mean, it's very important culturally to the people of Newcastle, you know. Mm, I mean, mm. isn't she married to a a motocross jumper or something? She certainly was. A motorcycle I guy who I did tricks? I, I think, well, certainly the last time I found anything out about her, that was true. So don't know where yeah, they're at with whether that. Whether they're still together or not, I don't know. But at least she, it, it, that, it, you know, it fits. Yeah. It fits. It's so funny because I was in uh, just the city in Sydney, actually, while you were in Newcastle celebrating pink, um, I was in Chinatown celebrating Lunar New Year. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, we were looking for something to do with Olive and it was um, it was pretty fun. But I would have, I mean, look, I, I obviously I love the Chinese culture, but I would fact, say. Geez, really sounded like you had but, a gun to your head there. But, but I would say. This is Michael Hing talking. I just need to make that really clear. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I've, I've grown up and I love the, in that and I love the Chinese culture, but I would say a bad place for a baby. I would say mm. the banging of drums yeah. and the dragons and the lion dancing and the fireworks. I would say, I would say if you want your baby to sleep, Keep it away from Lunar New Year. Yeah. Well, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> she absolutely hated it. Yeah. Um, it was. Because I, I, I would think that a baby would find it. Like if I would think if you're like maybe five and above, 
mm. you would find the noise and excitement kind of fun. Yeah. But I think if you're, what is she, like a year and a bit? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think you'd find it. Frankly, terrifying. She found it overwhelming. Yeah, she did. Um, we <laughs> thought, you never know. You know, you can never predict what she's going to like and what she's not going to like. But, <sighs> yeah, she hated the dragons. My goodness. I saw the funniest thing. So the premiere, uh, New South Wales premiere, Chris Minns, mm-hmm. was out uh, in Chinatown. I imagine, I don't know if you saw him, but he was out and about. Then. I, even if I saw him, I wouldn't know him. Yeah, I mean, no one knows what he looks like. <laughs> He's a very anonymous man. But um, he was, um, so in Chinese New Year, or sorry, Lunar New Year, you know, obviously, the, the, the famously red packets are handed out. Yeah. Older people to younger people, they have money in them. And, you know, mm. Chris Minns was wandering around the street and had a, 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 you know, camera crew or whatever with him, you know, maybe from mm. the news or something. And he was handing out, like, red packets. Uh-huh. But because no one knows who the fuck he is, <laughs> there was a bunch of Chinese people being like, stay the, stay the fuck away from my kids. <laughs> oh, no. So he was, like, going up oh. to babies and stuff and being like, oh, like, <laughs> And, and with the, you know, doing do, to be clear, Chris Minns was trying his best. He yeah. was handing it with the two hands. He was doing a little bow, like he was doing everything right. And the parents were like, "Who the fuck is that white man?" Yeah, <laughs> man, that's so funny. And, the, and let me tell you as well, the babies were not into it. They were like, "This strange man giving me red packets." It's oh, pretty good vision. That's yeah. great. Uh, New South Wales Premier and potential pedophile Chris Minns was uh, <laughs> handing out gifts to children it's, today. Yeah, it's wild. Anyway, uh, best of luck to him and, um, you know, th- thank you for engaging with my culture, yeah. both to you, Lewis Hobber, and also mm. Chris Minns. But it was funny because where I was, there was, uh, in, going out in Sydney, there was um, the pink. There was a lot of pink hair, which uh-huh. is still crazy to me that pink fans dye their hair pink. Like, even after all of these years. That's is how there, you show your... Is there um, any other musician who you experience the fandom through the hair? Like, you know what I mean? Like, would yeah. you, is, is there anyone who's... Is there any artist who you would change your hairstyle for? Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you're, not, you're not shaving it bald for Jay-Z? Yeah. Or? <laughs> I, I'm jaded to music in general. Sure. Okay. Um, mm. Maybe I would... Um, I'd, I'd don the blue glasses for Bono if U2 came out. Oh! Because Lewis, we are, of course, Lewis. the YouTube of podcasting. I, I, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait here, wait here. Okay. He's running out to his car. He's putting his shoes on and he's leaving the apartment. Oh, he's opened the door and he's gone. It's just me. It's just Lewis. All right. I might just take this time to check my phone. He's back. He's back. We'll have to cut that out for time. Oh, my goodness. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Lewis, I can't believe I fucking forgot this. Okay. So it's the new year, uh-huh. which means your health um, insurance resets. Oh, yeah. Which means you can go out and get some new glasses. Oh, yeah. So oh. what did I do this week, Lewis? No. What did I do this week? Oh, he's done it. He's got himself the blue tinted glasses. Show me. Look at this. Far out. I am now the bottom of podcasting. Fuck. And you've got to be the edge. You were supposed to be the edge. <laughs> I know, but then I saw the glasses and I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm going bottom. God, they're really good. Aren't they fun? And blue. Uh, your favourite. <laughs> they're, um, they're like quite bold for you. Yeah. Like well, it's in, in a good way. I think they look great, but the, they're surprisingly cool for Michael Hing. The lady at the store said... Um, describe them as fashion forward. They are fashion forward. Which I've, I'm obviously I'm fashion backwards. I'm, you know. Your, yeah, your fashion... I wouldn't even put you on the timeline. Exactly. You're sort of well, um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in fashion. Yeah. But um, anyway, show you the rest of the podcast in these blue glasses. Uh, yeah, absolutely. They match your blue microphone. 
Damn. Thank you so much. Far out. The Bono of podcasting <laughs> is in the house. I actually, Sorry, this is a very visual bit for the podcast, but just so you know, I've got some blue sunglasses. He does. And the, of course, uh, if you're just joining us, the whole part about that was that we were encouraging people to force our podcast subscription onto not just their own phone, but the phone of anyone they had a passcode to, uh, much like the... A U2 album, Songs of Innocence. Songs of Innocence, nominated for a Grammy. So that we could become the U2 of podcasting. Now, I actually didn't check the charts this week, so I don't know how that's going. Uh, but I did see a couple of comments on the Instagram that mm. um, people had been uh, uh, waking up to discover the Hobbering podcast on their phone. So welcome, if you are listening <laughs> uh, for the first time. Um, so, Lewis, some other exciting news. Yes. Um, listeners have been getting in touch. Yeah. And do you remember uh, a couple of episodes ago, I think we offered my service as a, as a love guru. Oh, sorts. that's right. Yeah, we were saying no one uh, has come further from the bottom mm. than you in terms of the world of love. <laughs> and therefore, you must have some sort of secret. Yes. Well, someone's gotten in touch uh, <laughs> asking for some love guru advice. Oh, dear. And uh, we actually have them on the line. Uh, hello, Emily. Are you there? Hi, guys. Um, Emily, <laughs> thank you for um, calling uh, into Michael Hing's first ever love guru moment. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I'm very excited. You must be. You must very, be very desperate indeed to turn to Michael Hing. <laughs> or do you think he has something to offer? Uh, I'm. I'm just looking for wisdom wherever I can get it. So smart. We're, yeah, we're, we're coming for your throne. Hook up, <laughs> D. Salmon and Pip Rasmussen. We are coming for your throne. All right, uh, Emily. What is your predicament? And what? And Emily, what can I help you with? <laughs> so my partner and I of seven years have recently opened our relationship, so we can date other people. Um, and he has started dating someone super lovely. We all get along. Um, but I'm struggling to find someone because all the men out there are pretty much single and desperate. Uh, and I'm getting a bit of FOMO when my partner and his partner go out. So oh. I need like activities to distract myself. Ah, so are you asking Michael for things you can do while your partner's on dates? Or are you asking how you can find someone um, to go on dates with? Well, a bit of both. Interesting. If you've got time. Okay, okay. sure. Well, let's start with, obviously I know a lot about how to find people to go on dates with. <laughs> so when you say, Emily, when you say. That, I was going to say, obviously, you know quite a lot about what to do while your partner is sleeping with someone else. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, Emily, so when, when you're looking for people, you said that all the guys out there are single and desperate. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that make things easier for you? No, because one of our boundaries is that the, um, they have to be in a relationship and in the poly community. Oh, okay. Wow, that's really narrowing. The, Interesting. That's tough. So you can't you can't hook up with just random single guys. Interesting. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Well, look, um, uh, have I ever told you about the time I signed up for a website called FetLife? <laughs> you have not. You have not told me about this. Um, Was it an accident? No, no. Many years ago, this is bef before I knew um, my my wife, mm -hmm. Amira. Mm -hmm. You know, because I think I said this last time, right? I'm I'm just like I'm an enthusiastic. I'm I'm enthu I just want to give it a crack. You give you know it a I mean? go, yeah. And and a friend of mine suggested I join this um, website, FetLife. And I, I tried to shop out. around for a fetish or to see what works just for you. To see, I, I just wanted to browse and see what was it, what was on offer. Okay, because because yeah. I, I, I was so peruse the store. Well, I wasn't sure what people were doing. You know, are you exploring your um your piss pig kink? <laughs> okay, right away. <laughs> <laughs> Great so, stuff, Emily. You're welcome back anytime. <laughs> so this is many years ago, and I signed up. And there's a there's a whole Willy Wonka store of what people are up to, right? Right. And 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 what I what I also noticed on there, and this is back. This is 10 years ago. This is before being poly was, I guess, as 
accepted as it is now, as mm. popular as, as it is now, um, there was a lot of people on the website FetLife mm. who were looking for, uh, well, they weren't looking for Michael Hing. They were looking for what they mm. described as unicorns mostly. Oh, uh, sure, Which yeah. is, I think, a, 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 a mostly a woman to join a, a man and a woman. Usually a bisexual woman. Yes, yeah. Have you, have you ever thought about joining the website FetLife, Emily? Uh, yes, I have. I have joined that one before. Oh, okay. But again, one of, our, one of our boundaries is no apps. No what? apps? Wow, the boundaries. Okay, so Good no Lord. apps. So you've got it. So you've got to find where all the poly people are then, IRL. Yes. Okay. Let me let me tell you this then. Go to a gaming convention. You know, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. at the Dungeons and Dragons convention or the video game <laughs> convention, in my experience, extremely poly. Extremely. Um, it's a very welcoming and accepting community. Have you? Have oh, you so you can um, you can hook me up with tickets then. I mean, probably. I could probably. I could probably help you out with that. I reckon. They're big fans of the multiplayer game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you, a, are you, are you a, 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 and I say this as a disgusting nerd, are you a disgusting nerd at all, Emily? Uh, not really. The <laughs> most I go, yeah. right, okay. the most I go is playing Pokemon on a DS. Okay, well, look. That's nerd, that sounds pretty nerdy to me, Emily. <laughs> okay, well, maybe I can, okay, well, that's like a, that is a yet to be solved problem. But let mm. me see if I can help you with the other problem. So you were saying you need to find things to do while your partner's out on dates. I mean, the obvious one. I'm not going to say it. It's a bit gross. What? Well, I would think you'd just sort of stay home and jerk off. Oh, like, sure. well, that's, what I, that's what I would have. <laughs> but that's probably a bit uncouth, isn't it, Emily? <laughs> well, yeah, I do that. Sure, I yeah. need other things. Yeah, okay, so things that aren't sitting at home and jerking off. That's okay. half an hour. And then, you know, then you got TV to watch. <laughs> yeah. Then you're back to making sourdough or something. <laughs> have you thought about starting a podcast, Emily? It's working quite well for us. Yeah. Well, when you say working <laughs> quite well, what in what sense? I guess it's um, a good distraction for us while our partners do other things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hum's out for a walk right now. Or so yeah. she says. Um, <laughs> hi. Are you? Is one of your boundaries that you're not allowed to message them while they're out on the date? Are you allowed to check in, or is that kind of a bit rude? It's not a boundary. It's right, just okay. more of like if it's if it's an emergency, like obviously sure. I. Okay. You know, contact them. Are you yeah. al- are you allowed to attend the date as well as a chaperone Ooh. of sorts, or is that kind of is that a bit uncool? I don't. Sorry, I don't know anything about the lifestyle, so I'm uh, just curious. Oh, that'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Would it? Okay. No, okay. they. Okay. Yeah, we we kind of schedule like our alone time with each other. So. Okay. Uh. Well, again, and this is this is coming from a place of um, just me knowing nothing. Yeah. But what I think, what about if what about if while your partner was out. You want to be doing like the coolest shit imaginable, right? Is 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 that yeah. what you like? Well, you're you're coming from a place of playing mind games, Michael, which I completely respect and appreciate. I don't know if that's where Emily's going. <laughs> okay, but you well, want you want yeah. to be going so, while you're out on a date with with someone else. I'm going to be motorbiking across a canyon. I'm going to be jumping out of a plane. Yes, I'm going to be you know I'm I'm going to be um, swimming the English Channel. Yeah. Like, is is there like a big stunt you could do while they're away so you can be like, hey, I'm I don't need you while you're out on a date, or is or am I miss? Or am I misinterpreting the tone of this relationship, perhaps? Well, that sounds, you know, a lot better than what I've got now, which is getting high and cleaning the house. Ooh, <laughs> so. that sounds nice, though. I mean, that's you're actually really hitting a lot of Lewis's key areas there, Emily. <laughs> oh, I love a good clean house, Emily. Love it. Nothing makes me happier than having a good clean house. Uh, that being said, doing it while my partner's having sex with someone um, is a different tone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I must admit I'm stuck on... Uh, these on the boundaries because how did your partner even meet this person if with all of these boundaries? Oh, uh, we attended a social night. 
Oh, okay. Uh, social okay. night. Yeah, right. How many of those? How often does a so, does like a poly social night happen? Well, funnily you ask, there's actually one coming up this weekend. Okay. Oh, great, All okay. right. Here we well, go. You're, go. you're going fishing this weekend, I imagine then, you know? Hopefully. Huh. <laughs> uh, what are you, um, like what happens at a, uh, like I guess a, a poly social night? Is it like speed dating or is like, it more just like a party? Like is it, I guess, is it like a swingers night? Do people have sex there or is it like uh, we'll teeing things up for a later date? No, this is this is a non-sex on-premises uh, night. Just, a, right. just so, a hanging out vibe. So just yeah, party. just a purely social. Mm. Go to a pub, have a few drinks. Oh. We've got. I actually, I actually brought your uh, hover and hing conversation cards to the Ooh. first one. Oh. Oh. they were, they were very popular. Oh, look at this that, is, Michael! I, I would love if we became ambassadors of the swingers community. Sure, you know. I mean, obviously, we'd be a surprising choice to that community. <laughs> I, think, I think. I think there are more appropriate choices. People are probably people who enjoy group sex or or, um, or polyamorous sex, mm. which isn't necessarily us, Lewis. But mm. I'm happy to be a part of the community in a in an ambassadorial way. Of course, love to be um, facilitating discussions with any community. <laughs> Maybe we should add that. Unfortunately, it won't pay for your balloon, guys, though, because there's <laughs> not much money in it. <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah. Okay. If only we could monetize group sex somehow. Oh, well. <laughs> Has anyone figured out a way to um, make money off sex, say, I don't know, filming it? All right. Well, Emily, it feels like we haven't really solved any of your problems, but I'm still learning as a guru. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's the point. I don't think as a guru is supposed to be like, hey, I'm just getting my guru wings. I'm sort of an L-plater as a guru. The whole point of being a guru is you're at the you're at your peak. We don't have time to get into this. <laughs> you're just a guru. I suppose you I suppose you get what you pay for, don't you? Yeah. And I'm not paying anything, so This is a podcast for free. Uh, well, if anyone else has any ideas of where Emily can meet hmm. other poly people in relationships, what's uh, get, to get in touch? What state or area are in if you don't mind me asking? I'm in Melbourne. You're in Melbourne. Oh, mate, look, I hate come to on, the come north on, north of Melbourne. There must, there must be a, there must be a lot of poly people in Melbourne. Just, surely, just go for a walk around Northcote. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Emily. Thanks. I'll just hand out flyers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just go for a walk along High Street. You'll have ten dates in ten minutes. Go to any open mic comedy <laughs> show and wait for the comedian to be like, "I'm Polly and I'm looking for someone," and you're like, oh, "Okay, that's a person I can." I yeah. can be involved with. I've met a, I've seen a person with hair, either a man with hair below his shoulders mm -hmm. or a woman whose hair is purple. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's almost like a sign to people, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not just us being judgmental and stereotypical. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Emily, thank you so much for the call. And I'm sorry I wasn't more informative. I'm still learning as a guru. <laughs> no worries at all. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much, Emily. See ya. Well, um, <laughs> how do you think? I, how do you think I went as a guru, Lewis? You, she had two questions. Uh -huh. You answered zero questions, <laughs> so zero out of two so far. Okay. Uh, not only that, you also tried to sort of weaponize um, feelings within the relationship by going, "Oh, while he's out." You should be trying to make him feel jealous. Which I think I said jump over a canyon on a motorbike. I think yeah. that's pretty cool. I mean, it is cool. <laughs> and if she ever does it, I hope she gets in touch. But I think the the purpose of that, to me, seemed like you should be trying to make him jealous, which felt like not the tone of their that, relationship. That, those, are your, those are your words, Lewis. That's, uh, <laughs> just, sure. You I just think just, she should expand her horizon. I just, I just think that if your part, I think <laughs> if your partner's out mm. and they're living their best life, mm. I think you owe it to yourself. To at least try jumping over a canyon on a motorbike. <laughs> uh, you know what? If Hum ever, um, I don't want to say cheats. If Hum ever um, uh, engages in sort of some sort of polyamorous business, mm. I will, I will, 
I will jump a. I will tr- try. Yeah. I will learn to jump a canyon on a motorbike. All right. Like Pink's either husband or ex partner or current partner. Oh man. Well, this was we never even got. I, we, we can't, I want to come back to Pink really quickly. Oh yeah. I don't know how. How do we reclaim the title of um like the Lords of Newcastle? Now, Interesting. Like, because. If we have to get into a toe-to-toe battle with Pink, mm. my worry is that... She'll beat us on the aerials. We'll, you know? we'll have to learn to take to the skies. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to... Because um, you'll have to get your motorbike license if you want to be able to do any motorbike do tricks. You th- do you need a motorbike license to do motocross? I don't think you do. You need a motorbike license if you want to ride it on the streets. Oh, you're, you're gonna go. You're just gonna go. No license. Well, if you're just gonna jump a canyon, like what? what well, is, you gotta learn the basics. Yeah. Well, of course you got. But I'm, I'm like, I don't think there's gonna be like an RBT <laughs> at the canyon. Like, you know, <laughs> there's no coppers being gonna be like, oh, I gotta, sorry, mate, <laughs> license and registration or whatever. Yeah. While, while I'm like in a national park building a ramp. Do you reckon that's why Evil Knievel did most of his work around canyons because he was always a couple of drinks down. <laughs> got, 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 to stay, got to stay in the national park. Yeah. So they'll never check. This is out of your jurisdiction, LAPD. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I look forward to. I guess we'll have to. Have you ever done a? You, you've got a motorbike license. Have you ever done a jump? Never done a jump. No, I've never done any kind of um, dirt get, biking. There's no. You wouldn't. There's no like naturally occurring jumps on the road, are there? Like, sorry. When you I, say naturally occurring, you mean? I, I mean, like, if you're riding a motorbike and you go up a hill and the hill stops, you wouldn't. You would never do it because in a movie, yeah, that's a jump. But in real life, I don't think I've ever seen an airborne motorcycle in real life. Well, I, I think you probably could if you really wanted to give it a go. Interesting, like, but um, you might hurt yourself. Well, I've never ridden a motorbike with that kind of power. Oh yeah, you're more of a scooter guy. Aren't you? I I learn. I have a motorbike license. Like I can ride a motorbike, but I choose to ride a scooter. <laughs> Uh, Which I, I don't think you even choose to ride anymore, wasn't it? Uh, no. Did, didn't it end up on bricks, basically? Yeah, it's um, it's gone to the great scrap metalers in the sky. Did you get any money for it? Zero money for it. Actually, did I even tell you about this? It was really, it was busted up and old, and I just had to get rid of it because I was kept getting fines for leaving it places. Yes. And some people picked it up. I was like, how much is it going to cost to fix it? They're like, this much money. I was like, just wreck it. They went, you're welcome. <laughs> and so they said, come and collect the plates and a bunch of other stuff. And they gave me a little, you know, a little Ziploc bag. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. All that was left. Mm-hmm. And I opened it up and someone had slipped a note into like the helmet um, <gasps> thing that said, if you ever want to get rid of your bike, call this number and I could give you some money for it. <sighs> and I didn't even look. I didn't even look inside the helmet thing. I was just like, well, I looked just to make sure it had a bunch of papers and shit in it. And so I didn't. You, so you lost your I opportunity lost, to, I lost to get a, some cash. A couple hundred bucks, probably. But 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 now that you're an, an unemployed kept man. Now I, <laughs> unemployed kept man. Well, you're a kept man because you're not working, but your wife is working. I'm oh, sorry, your partner's working. So you're, yeah. you're, you're sort of a kept man now. I like the rebrand. <laughs> I like the rebrand. Um, st- from stay-at-home dad to kept, uh, you're a kept, kept man, man. Lewis. You're a kept man. I always wanted to be a kept man. Yeah, I know. But I, I, th- I think a kept man implies a lot more, like cocktails at lunch and lying by the pool. Yeah, or just like you know, pottering around a an, an old mansion or something. Yeah. Whereas really, I'm not doing any of that. I'm cleaning up vomit. You're changing nappies. It implies a lot more leisure time than I have. Mm. I'm pretty low on leisure time. <laughs> um, but I. And also, I have to say, she's not keeping me. <laughs> like, we're not. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Unemployed complaining <laughs> about the lack of funds coming in? Well, I, she's just keeping me. <laughs> well, well, yeah. How is the job search going, Lewis? 
Well, actually, um, it's going okay. Uh, because can I, I, I don't know if we need to cut this out of the podcast, but just before we used to hit record, you said I need to deal with some business. And I said, mm. what's the business? You said, I'm auditioning for something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's just more dumb auditions. Oh, okay. Um, actually, I'll tell you what. It's actually the first one I've done that I would kill to get. Ooh. And I can't talk about it. But I won't get it. But, but I would kill to get it. Um, without saying exactly what it is, can you just say the level it's at? Are we talking... Mark Wahlberg. Oh, he's going for a job at Mark Wahlberg's burger shop. <laughs> I have applied to be a flipper at Wahlburgers. <laughs> no, I've applied to be a Wahlberg family member. <laughs> We're going to try and join the Wahlbergs. So this yeah. is a, a, a film or a TV show that has Hollywood stars in it that you might be auditioning for. Correct. Yeah, right. Howie. Touchy muchy. It's, this is why when they sent it to me, I was like, this isn't happening. Hot damn. Uh, imagine if you worked at Wahlburgers. It'd be amazing. He eventually, Mark has to visit. <laughs> and then you can give him your screenplay. <laughs> this is The Departed 2. <laughs> I, I think we can story. get Scorsese for this. I've written a story about a um, young violent criminal who opens a burger chain. And <laughs> uh, no one talks about his past for some reason. <laughs> No, I um no 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 I um it, I, I, that's not what I'm doing. No 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 I I just have a bit more time. I I basically I've been complaining to you about how I have no time to yes. do anything. Um and I have my uh, being a kept man is my job. Yes. Currently. Yeah, you know, it's a, and, and to be clear, it's a very important job taking care of your child. Yeah. Um, um and, and it, it is necessary because she can't fend for herself yet. She just can't. She she really can't. I'm trying to teach her some basic self-defense <laughs> and um mostly I just have to show her how to stand up. It's humiliating for her. <laughs> but on trying to get some money, you know, oh, obviously yeah. a couple hundred bucks for the scooter would have been nice. Uh, but there was a, I was thinking about selling some stuff that I own, like just some, you know, clothes and things that I've been meaning to get rid of for a while anyway. Okay. So are we, are we going pawn shop? Are we going Facebook Marketplace? Are we going Craigslist, Gumtree? So Facebook Marketplace uh-huh. was where I was going to, um, because my girlfriend Alex loves Facebook Marketplace. Yes. And so I was like, oh, <clears throat> can you get rid of a few things for me? Just because it actually makes her super happy to, to do this exchange. Yes. She loves it. Yes. So I had at one point bought a pair of shoes from the website Kogan. I would not have thought they were a shoe retailer. Well, th- I think, I don't know how they work, but I assume what happens is at some point someone is just trying to get rid of a bunch of shit, mm. like a warehouse is flooded or yeah, yeah, someone's yeah. liquidating something. And they yeah. just offload it to these people and they sell it for nothing. Okay. So you bought some shoes off Kogan. So I bought some runners off there for because they were like really expensive runners for like 70 bucks. Yeah, right. Okay. I was like, damn, can't believe it. He loves a deal. I love a deal. Imagine if you went and did a price match guarantee at the shop with that. Well, you, you know? couldn't because it wouldn't, you know, it's a special yeah. event. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that now. Oh, actually, oh, the, uh, uh, price match guarantee, finally a way that. to come back Put to. Put a pin in that. Um, so I bought a pair of shoes. And um, they were half a size too small, and I, which is whatever, but you can't run. Like as a long distance runner, yeah. half size, it was killer. So I, they were so cheap though that I just bought another pair, the right size. You bought two pairs. And I was still like not even at half the price of the original shoe. Hot damn. This is like a really fancy running shoe. So you had the ones that are uh, the wrong size. And then you, the second pair you got, I imagine they were the right size? Perfect. <laughs> okay. So then I had these... Quite expensive running shoes, mm-hmm. um, but they were too small for me. And so I said to my girlfriend, look, I never even took these. Like, I think I went for one run on a treadmill or something. Like, they've never been really out in the world. Should be able to sell these on Facebook Marketplace for, you know, what at least for what we bought them for because yeah. it's such a steal. 
So she goes to upload them to Facebook Marketplace. Uh huh. Now Facebook Marketplace runs kind of like a an automatic scan over shoes, declares them fake. <gasps> Facebook Marketplace refuses oh, to sell on what grounds the shoes because it says they're counterfeit shoes. But on what? But do they tell you? Is it the stitching? Is it the do, do you, the algorithm so, will not tell you why? So, sometimes I. Uh, in my Instagram feed, I get videos yeah. of people trying to sell shoes yeah. at, at shoe sh- at shoe resellers, right? And they and they sort of test the shoes to make sure they're real. Right. They sort of bang them on the table and they look at the stitching and they get out the little magnifying glass. Oh. And they go, this is fake. The leather's not right. This color's slightly off. Right. So if they've taught the algorithm to do that, that's incredible. Well, that's what this is the thing. I'm now at a point where I don't. If you are, if you know a shoe reseller, like I, I want to get them tested. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm at a point where either the algorithm is wrong yeah or kogan which is you know a, a real business but uh, yeah a real but frankly dodgy business yeah but facebook marketplace meta is accusing kogan of selling me counterfeit adidas shoes well, no i think what they're accusing you of is selling fake shoes yes but, <laughs> but they don't they don't know that kogan was involved they they probably just look at maybe yours or alex's facebook accounts they go hey this person's fucking dodgy no know? way they are directly accusing Kogan of selling me fake shoes. <laughs> and uh, I... Like, that would be so funny to me if Kogan, a real business, is selling counterfeit shoes. Damn, okay, so we need to find a sneakerhead. Yeah. If you're a sneakerhead uh, and you can test some shoes, get in touch via our Instagram, at NotHobberAndHingOfficial. Yeah. That's exciting. Isn't that fun? That's fun. We could we could become... We could this. I mean, we, we, we still... This podcast is basically an hour of nonsense every week, right? Mm, mm. And we could pivot into any... We, like, when we launch, we could become a full a shoe podcast, you know? <laughs> I don't know uh, if you and I really have the expertise to carry that off, but I'll give it a go. You know, we, this is just another avenue because we haven't decided what the podcast is yet, you know? Right. I thought more like um, either like taking down big business, scam test type thing. Yes. Yes. We could t- Although we do want big business to give us money, so we won't... If you pay us, we won't take you down. <laughs> Cash for no comment. Okay. <laughs> you can buy our silence. Buy our silence. Speaking of, we did get a couple of people getting in touch asking if we want to do birthday shout outs. So ah. we, we, what we need to do is probably set a price now. So what, do you, what, what price would you, if people want to do birthday shout outs, what do we think? I think 50 <sighs> bucks is what I, would, is what, is what I would say. I think 50 bucks and then we'll make it good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, yeah, yeah. we could do it twenty, like twenty bucks, and we'll just be like, "Hey, happy birthday, Steve!" Yeah. But I think for fifty bucks, you and I will. I'm not. We're not going to do like an hour, but no, we'll, 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 we'll we'll do it. Yeah, we'll so 50 say bucks. something with a bit of meaning. Uh, it doesn't have to be a birthday shout out. It could be a. We just need to look. Frankly, we just need to make some fucking money. Okay, yeah. that's what this is. So, so if we, we need about uh, what are we? On, fifty you can do of these. Yeah, to get in the balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah. fifty. About fifty of them. Okay. So oh, I'm the, working on a few. Um, Big pitch, um, because obviously your thing, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, a lot of fifty dollars adds up to yeah, whatever. Yeah. Me, not the way I want to do it. I want to get one big yeah. lump sum payment, and I'm working on it. Yeah, and I might have some news for you next week. Well, yeah. Now I will just say, if anyone wants to be on either Team Lewis or Team Hing, I think I think at some point we should compare our, our various financial situations. <laughs> IRL. Oh, well, we'd all love to compare our financial <laughs> situations, wouldn't we? <laughs> You know what? A lot of very rich people were broke. It's so go broke. You got to make big swings. Yeah, but the big swings aren't, you know, ordering a case of wine a week off the internet. Why not? <laughs> you don't know what a. Because you you're not know. in the business of wine. 
not yet. When people are like, you got to spend money to make money, right? <laughs> Usually the money they're spending is on the business that they're going to use to make money. Well, that's madness. What are they drinking? We're <laughs> 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 so funny if we if we became a finance bro podcast and our whole thing was just like, guys, a case of wine a week. That's where it's at. Yeah. He's, he's, smart, he's where to buy drugs. The smart thing to do would be become a wine podcast. Then people would send me free wine. Um, but I don't know enough about it. I just know my buddy love to drink it. <laughs> also, in terms of the comedy wine um, sort of Venn diagram, that is wholly inhabited by Merrick Watts. Yeah, and he is true. bigger and stronger than us, and he could he could really he could really intimidate us off his turf. Oh my god, yeah, I wouldn't want to do anything physical against Merrick Watts. He's um, quite, he's a jacked machine. He's in a, fact, you know what? We should hit up Merrick and ask him to come on this podcast as a guest, and we mm. could do like a silver bullet thing with him. Oh, that's a really good idea. Because I'm sure he would have lots of wacky ideas. Yeah. Um, and actually, on that, people in the comments have been asking, hey, is Silver Bullet coming back? We do want to do it on this feed at some point. So if you've got any ideas for guests, um, mm. let us know at Not Hopper and Hing Official. If you've got any ideas for wacky things you want us to try, get in touch at Not Hopper and Hing Official on Instagram. And Lewis, yeah. I will say the majority of people getting in touch are still saying, don't change the name. I honestly haven't seen anyone say change the name. I think I saw one. Who was like, change the name. Well, thank you to that one person. I agree with you. It was my burner account. Um, I just, imagine, imagine being able to go, hey, find us on Instagram, Hobber and Hing. Nope. That's at, the end. At not Hobber and Hing official. <laughs> at, people, are, people don't even know how to spell our name. The yeah. whole thing's such a mess. Oh, yeah, there's probably an at, at not Hobber and Hing official that has like 30,000 followers yeah, or something. Honestly. <laughs> um, Lewis, before we get out of here, I've got a couple of things I need to plug. Yes. That's okay. Please. Um, this week, so this weekend and next weekend, I'm going to be in Adelaide mm. with, um, I guess, former Triple J host uh, uh, Tom Ballard. He and I are doing shows at the Adelaide Fringe Festival. Oh, that's nice. And I've been asked by my management to mm. plug that because mm-hmm. apparently there's one or two nights that haven't sold very well. So if you want to come see me and Tom Ballard do some stand-up comedy, that'd be great. We're at the Garden of Unearthly Delights. That's this Friday, Saturday, through until the next weekend. But come on the first weekend because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm not just saying this, but mm. Adelaide uh, Fringe... Some of the most fun comedy audiences. Yeah, I always have a, a great um a great time. And also like it's it's all new stuff. I'm I'm working out some new gear and um I had a little chat with Tom the other day. Oh yeah. And he thought a lot of my jokes went too far. So <laughs> I'll have to pair back into that. Tom Ballard. Yeah. He said he said, uh might, might not be the time to talk about that. <laughs> Fuck. He said I he, don't think I've ever said anything that Tom Ballard was like too far. <laughs> well, look, I, I, we'll, 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 if if I come back from Adelaide, I'm a man cr- who got in trouble for being on Triple J for his um pretty dicey Nazi jokes. Yep, I think also he got in trouble uh, at the gala one year for saying he wanted to kill all uh, I believe conservative voters in Australia or something. He called, wanted to deprive them of oxygen or something. Yeah, he or kept co- he called too many liberal politicians cunts when he was uh, on <laughs> the Tonight League, <laughs> and he's. Wonderful, and I love seeing Tom's comedy. He's so funny. He's so funny. Anyway, uh, but I would never accuse him of um, being backward about being forward. But Lewis, this could be good for us. If I get cancelled in Adelaide, oh. then this then this podcast will be my only income stream. I'll have to really focus on this podcast. That would be nice, as opposed to just kind of putting it together <laughs> on the morning. I, sometimes I wonder if focus just isn't for us. No, can't be. You know, you know, I, you don't I, get to work at Wahlburgers with focus. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, um, look, we have had a great time this week. Thank you again to Tom Cardia and to our uh, wonderful caller, Emily. Mm. Um, if you need any love guru advice, that <laughs> Instagram handle again, at official. He's just learning to be a guru, guys. <laughs> Give him a break. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye.